Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Matty Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we could hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. And what a wonderful hour it is, it is too. But disclaimer, this is a comedy fangirl podcast. And do you want to tell them what that means, Bethany? Yeah, that means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, goddammit, Jimin's beautiful voice really fucking kills me. Or how does Tay look like a fucking Beach Boy serial killer in those summer package photos, but he's still sexy as hell. (laughs) That's a really long. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Then you're in the right place. Yeah. Um, but speaking of our biases. Yeah. So Kayla and I were talking about our bias list not that long ago, like the other day. Literally and yesterday. Yeah. Because you <laughs> DM'd me on Twitter and you were like, so. Yeah. My bias <laughs> list is all sorts of effed up. It's all fucked up. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> uh, so we thought it would be fun to share with you guys our like kind of current bias list, although mine changes all the time. I mean, every day. I actually changed it while we were doing research because I was like, no, he's moved up. (laughs) (laughs) It's really, it's really what the, what is the concept of a bias list and understanding that it can change over time and that's okay. Mm -hmm. So like for me, Jimin, duh, he's at the top forever and always like Mm -hmm. that's not changing. But so I feel like the rap line is like collectively tied for second and it sucks. Like, because I feel like Yoongi like dropped down and that makes him really sad because he was like a strong, like solid number two for me for the longest time. But like I've been getting consistently for like the past almost, I don't know, like three weeks being bias wrecked by Namjoon. He's just like, I feel like ever since that dance practice video came out, he's been killing me. And then, I mean, J-Hope has been wait, like... Wait, which dance practice video? I can't th- what's I can't For think fake of what- love? The one with his legs? Where his knees are showing? The, the one with his legs and yeah. the blue shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I think, fake love. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, Amazing. that one for sure. Like, ever since then, he has been, 
like killing me and j-hope continuously i mean he bias wrecks us all every day really so anyways i feel like those three are just like always competing j-hope namjoon and yoongi but and then like i feel like everyone else is like tied for third because like how like i don't like jungkook jin and taehyung are you serious i love them like i love them like you know, I text you about Young all the time. Like, yeah, he, your love for him rubs off on me so much. And then like ugh, Jin and Jungkook, like, so I can't like I I can't like separate between them. I don't know. This is so not fair. Like, I, yeah, I feel like you <laughs> made me. I felt like we were updating our bias list, and so here I am ranking them. And I hate that I did. And you're making me feel shitty. You're making okay. So you're like you they're. All, I mean, can I just go ahead and say that they're all tied for number one? Like that's crappy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Okay, okay, so. Okay, just for my right now ranking. Yeah, it's like, like a right now thing. Like literally right now, Monday, July 23rd at 8.14 p.m. Right now <laughs> ranking. Okay, so I'll say Jimin. Hobie. Namjoon Yoongi. Mm, Taeyang. Jin Jungkook. Okay, okay. That's off. Oh, that's the worst. I know it's not fun to do, right? <sighs> no, it's not. Why are we doing this? <laughs> I because, because I don't know. We always we have we t- we have to stay true yeah. to what our bias lists are. Okay. It does not surprise me that Jungkook is at the bottom for you. He like he like always is, and it's so you just weird think he's like, like I don't you just know think why. he's like this twelve year old boy for some reason. No, but I do like. I mean. <laughs> In what we're going to talk about today, like, I love him so much. Oh, like, he's such a sweetie. But, yeah, He's I don't just know. a baby to you. He's just cute and adorable. And we I love guess. them all. <laughs> you guess? Okay, am I off? No, I don't know. I just don't know if that's how I would describe it. But, like, I don't know what else, how another way that I would describe it. So, it's okay. Okay. Okay, let's, let's hear yours. Let's hear yours. Okay. So I, I made my list and I changed it actually like 30 minutes ago because I was like, no. <laughs> um, Young, obviously, number one, mm-hmm. always. Like yeah. he is solidified in that spot forever. Um, but then I'm going to have to say Jin. Like, guys, when I said that Jin was bias wrecking me, <laughs> I am not kidding. He's actually bias wrecking me. I was with my friend Amber in the car, actually, when I had texted you, Kayla, mm-hmm. or I guess messaged you on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I need to come to terms with it. And it's really hard that I'm coming to terms with this. But Jungkook is being pushed down. Like, it's <sighs> just it's just Jen right now. Like, I don't know what it is yeah. at this point in my life right now. Jen is just like amazing to me. I think he's so sexy. I think he's so funny. It's like, I've always loved his voice, but his voice is just even more hauntingly beautiful. I just, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> so fangirly, Young, Jen. <laughs> and then it was super, honestly, it was super hard choosing my third, but Jungkook, Really? I just love him. And then Hobie, Namjoon, mm-hmm. Jimin, and then Yoongi, which is crazy because Yoongi was like number three on my bias list for a mm-hmm. really long time. So it's just like, you never know with these boys. They just like come for you. They all yeah. come for you. Yeah. <laughs> also, I feel like it's affected a lot by like who we see or who we hear from on like social media. Like right now, 
everybody's talking about J-Hope. Everyone's of, talking about J-Hope right now. Mm-hmm. Because of Hope on the Street. But, like, it's been a while since we've had, like, a Jimin selfie, a Yoongi selfie. So. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. totally it. It's based on, like, the music that they come out with and, you know, just stuff like that. I yeah. don't know where Jin came from. I mean, my dreams, I guess. He's blonde again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> okay so let's get into some just like life updates life updates yeah before okay, we so get into it yeah first of all this past week this over the weekend we surpassed 100,000 downloads it's which crazy is so cool that means you guys have listened to us talking 100,000 times. 100, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's you specifically. <laughs> no, no, not, yeah, not yeah, you. collectively, collectively, which is fucking insane. That's like, crazy. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you guys so much. It really, honestly, doing this every week is kind of hard sometimes, but it's just so motivating to hear from you guys. And honestly, we love talking about BTS clearly. Mm -hmm. And so it really is, it's really just like the editing and publishing it that is kind of tedious, but in terms of research and a little, yeah, in terms (laughs) of research and actually recording and talking with Kayla every week, every Monday, like it's just such a blast. And it's in terms of the editing we've just had to like learn along the way so it's really awesome that you guys have been so supportive of us even through our like you know kind of harder days you guys have helped us get through it so thank you for listening and being here (laughs) yes thank you like as we learned how to adjust to sound quality oh my gosh guys it was a process (laughs) and uh you know through learning how to edit and Mm -hmm. learning how to make sure the editing didn't take 10 or 15 hours like, so long so long you guys but you know we love this podcast we love talking t- t- with you to you every week and um so it's super super yeah. cool so really thank you for listening thank you for downloading thank you for subscribing mm-hmm. you guys are incredible yeah so another another <laughs> life update coming up last week you shared about me getting a job. Yeah. So this week, I'm going to share about you. You have this huge thing coming up. You have basically your your boards. It's like a big test yeah. that you have to take to be able to become a practicing OT. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yep. So it's called the NBCOT. It's just like any therapist or nurse or, I mean, law school. I mean, it's not just the medical profession that has it. I mean, once you get your degree, because I graduated, we both graduated, mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like, okay, here you go. Now you can go and work. It's like, yeah, I have this job lined up, but they're waiting for me to get licensed. So I have to take my boards and that is next Thursday, which is crazy. I'm super nervous guys. I've been studying so hard every day. It's been, I don't want to say it's been miserable. I've been trying to think positively, and I feel like if I have more of a positive mindset going into it, that I will have a better chance of passing. So yes. that is what's happening next Thursday. So wish me all luck. I mean, I'm really nervous. I'm sure it'll be okay. I've studied hard, but that's that's yeah. next week. That's a big deal. <laughs> yes, guys. Send Bethany good vibes and, you know, like, I don't know, next Thursday, maybe some, like pics of Young or something for encouragement (laughs) yeah just all of bts okay yes so we should get into what we're talking about today yeah so today's episode is a different kind of fangirling 
it's not so much fangirling over just how hot and amazing they all are. It's more of like fangirling over how talented they all are and how modest and genuine they all are. Just like how hard they work for all of us. How humble they are. Really. It's just just how authentic fucking human beings. Beautiful human beings. Inside and out. They're souls. Beautiful souls. They, they are. It's already beginning. It's going to be like an emotional fangirl episode is what we're talking about, yeah, you guys. Yeah. Okay. So what we were talking about is BTS memories of 2017. And this was like a packaged DVD release. Um, but we have, for the sake of you guys all being able to access it, we have, we're going to talk about just a few clips from YouTube. Um, so you guys can find these YouTube links in the description. And today we're going to talk about four videos from like four video clips that was posted, um, just as kind of like an amazing story about BTS and who they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the first one, we don't really know the order in which this all happened. We're kind of just guessing based Mm -hmm. off of what they said and like the order of events that kind of seemed to, to line up in the best way. So Mm -hmm. we're going to start off with their live performance of fire run and it's called the all song cut. And so it was kind of like a medley of Mm -hmm. a bunch of their really old songs, plus Fire and Run, which was really, really neat to see. And Mm -hmm. I really hope that they do this at the concert for um, their Love Yourself concert, because, I mean, we love all of these songs. Yeah, me too. I hope that they play (laughs) some of their, that they do something like this. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, yeah, all we know really with this video is that it came before the other three that are coming. Yeah. Yeah. so basically, like, it starts out and the stage, like, lights up and no starts playing and they come out in those yeah. outfits. <laughs> oh, my God. They're so sparkly and shiny. Like, they all look so mesmerizing. They're either wearing sequin jackets or, like, hollow jackets. Oh, and, yes. Oh, my God. And, like, it's so amazing. Yes. And, like, and no, like, so, you know, like, Noah's such a fucking good song. It's such a good song. Yeah. And so what's interesting about watching it is that no, Jungkook raps in no. But mm-hmm. he's, like, no longer what, however old he was, like, 16 years old when he did that mm-hmm. or 15 um, yeah. And he's so much older now. And so when he raps, it sounds so different from the the no track. And it sounds so good. Like, he sounds like a man. His voice is so much deeper. And he, like, raps so effortlessly. It's honestly impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, he, I mean, he kills it. And he, like, really hypes up the crowd, like, right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then, like, what I love is young singing and no it's like so lovely like it's one of my favorite parts of this song i don't know what it is his voice is just so smooth and it just sounds so good live mm, like i know yeah yeah cut my singing it's just perfect <laughs> <laughs> yes and also jimin's voice is just so beautiful and unique and mm-hmm. the boy can growl Honestly, oh, yeah, he does. He does it throughout this entire like little medley. Like he mm-hmm. is hyping up the audience like crazy. Mm-hmm. And he does this growl voice, but then he'll when he's singing, it's just so soft and beautiful and mm. the duality of Park Jimin. 
(laughs) (laughs) It's so existent. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So like then in, so it's a medley. So it bridges from no into no more dream. Mm -hmm. And it's so cool because in this part of the video, Namjoon just goes to the middle of the stage and he starts kind of like possessing the area. Like nobody else is really around him. He's circling around. He's walking around. He's waiting for like his cue, like, Bam, 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 you know, like, mm-hmm. and then he just, uh, he just raps, staring right into the camera, just like, like, I don't know, like moving his shoulders, like, oh, it's so good. He's it's owning so it. Good. I mean, he starts He's off no more dream. And he yeah. gets everyone hyped for it, too. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes uh. into Yoongi's part, which I've always, always loved Yoongi's part for No More Dream, where it's like, I got big house big car big dream Mm -hmm. whatever but i don't have any big dreams that's what he says yeah and he just i mean it's so interesting to watch it now and looking back at you know no more dream when it came out when they had debuted they've come so far i mean Mm -hmm. yoongi raps so effortlessly i mean he always has but during his part here he's just like he's done it so many times he's really Mm -hmm. even you know he's gotten better as a rapper even from then even though he was really good back then too so it's just it's just amazing to watch honestly yeah and at that moment like because you know he knows that song so well like that's you know like Mm -hmm. he just it allows him to just own the stage in this like carefree way as he moves around like just spitting his verses like it's so you're so right like it's so good Mm -hmm. and then also tay does his growling again which Mm -hmm. i miss his growling and jungkook is rapping again in no more dream i'm like you know what they need to bring back growly tay and rapping Jungkook like please like they've both like obviously they're both beautiful singers now but I I miss Tay's growl a little bit like and whenever he does do it especially during this medley he does he does not hold back I mean the man is growling hard like he knows we love it Mm -hmm. (laughs) was so good and it like totally fits the song oh yeah yeah but then like around this time when we're noticing Tay's amazing growling and like Jungkook's rapping we're like where is Jin I really was like where is Jen, because like, I've been biased by him so hard. I'm like, they did not show him at all up to this point. It wasn't yeah. until I think they got into Boy in Love that they started showing him. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? Well, Where is he? But then we get to Boy in Love, and like the really the entire part of Boy in Love is so growly. Well, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like not just Taeyang, but Jen even does it. Mm-hmm. Like everybody, they have like this attitude with Boy in Love. You know, like we've talked about it. It's that angsty stage. You know, yeah. it's, that's when they were all fighting over the love of this one girl. Mm-hmm. Ugh, loved it. Yeah. I loved Boy in Love and oh, School Love so Affair. <laughs> so Jimin is just like having fun in the background, cro- grooving, killing it, you know. And like then J-Hope. Oh, J-Hope's Hakuna Matata. Yeah. Part. It's funny because they had to pick and choose what parts of the song that they were going to keep for the medley. Mm-hmm. And 
then I'm like, of course they had to keep J-Hope's Hakuna Matata. Like, that's, like, yeah. iconic. <laughs> like, everybody, well, I mean, everybody says it every time. Well, They're really, like, it's it's kind of like people who don't listen to BTS or really know BTS, whenever they hear this song, pretty much everyone is like, did he just say Hakuna Matata? And you're just like, yeah, he did. <laughs> but it's like, you know what? It's a phrase that everybody who has seen that Disney movie knows. It's like one little simple line that we all know, that we all can sing along, but also has, like, this deeper meaning. It's just... BTS is amazing. I know. But also, like, that's why that line is so great. Mm-hmm. And then I love, like, when Jimin gets to sing his chorus. So after he kind of finishes singing, he says, say what you want, and, like, kind of yells it. Oh, my God. It's oh so my gosh. amazing. Jimin really was just a shocker with this performance. Yeah. But it's kind of like he's building for the next song that comes. But before mm-hmm. we get to the next song, I just have to say, Jin, Boy in Love is when he had kind of, like, he still kind of has that sing-songy, like, boy band, like, you know, 90s boy band vibe going on. Mm-hmm. And so when he sings during this performance, he winks at us and, like, gives us air kisses. And I cannot tell you guys how much that affects me. Like, I know he's, like, joking half the time, but it's, I feel it still. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> stop. Especially, stop. When he, especially when he winks. The kisses get me, too, oh, but the winking. The winks. Ugh. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then they get into danger with the medley. And I just want to say, oh my God, Jimin. Yeah. Like, danger da- belongs to Jimin. Yes, danger belongs to Jimin. I agree 100%. Yes. It is his shit. Like, he is the leader, and everybody else is backing him up this whole song. I don't yeah. care what anybody else says. Especially for this performance. This yeah. performance of Danger. Like, when I watch the... Him. Yeah, when I watch the music video, he really stands out in the music video, too. But for this performance in particular, Jimin is so growly. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been kind of growly, but for Danger, man, he is... I mean, obviously, he's still singing really well, but he's mm-hmm. growling too and he just seems so angsty with that danger mm-hmm. vibe and he he felt himself when he was singing it yes was, uh, he's like he's like this is my shit like he mm-hmm. feels himself during danger like oh my god so yeah just mm-hmm. amazing amazing everything from him mm-hmm. and of course Yoongi does an amazing job with his rap but every time I see Always. him, I just still see that little meow meow that he is. Oh. And I really, honestly, it's his eyes. Like, he's just got cat eyes. I don't know how to explain and it. And his smile. Yeah. His well, smile for sure. Like, I feel like you could easily attach, like, two tiny little, like, sharper points to his incisors, and he would look exactly like a kitten. Yeah, he really would. Um, like, that's, like, the best nickname for him. It really is. I love it. Uh. But even when he's, like, hyping up the audience, like, he has this aggressiveness to him when he's rapping. But his face just, he's so soft, too. He's so cute. <laughs> he is. I'm just thinking about when his face gets aggressive when he's rapping and the like he gets like a wrinkle between his eyebrows and like his nose. His nose, and, yeah. Oh. But that's like uh, cats make that face too. I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> It's so cute. It's so cute. Um then like there's a shot when Jimin, like after he sings a, a line, like he looks right at the camera and he does like a firm Korean heart. It's like, mm. oh my god. <laughs> 
And really, the, I feel like this is also when we noticed. This is what you said. What did you say? I whenever Jimin <laughs> sings, he always. I don't know, especially during danger, he mm-hmm. leans back. He has to lean back because his voice is just so powerful. Really, honestly, it looks like his voice is too strong for his body. Like his whole body is like bent over. Like he doesn't have a spinal cord, and the voice is just belting from his body. And really, the demon is trying to get out. <laughs> Bethany, <laughs> look, he's just so into it. I mean, he's just really—he's so good. And he, honestly, they are all such amazing performers. But during this danger part, Jimin is owning the stage. It's insane. Yeah. It's amazing. It's yeah. the best thing. And then, of course, at the very end, they decided to put in Young, who comes in at the end of the song. And Young comes to the front, and he squats down, and he's in front of the camera, and he's doing his growly, you know, whatever, that part. It's so cute. This is the more, like, not so... Emotional. Emotional fangirling. This is us just fangirling. This is like the hype performance that got them, that's like getting you into the concert and also bringing you kind of through Through time. Yeah, Yeah. it's bringing you from back from No More Dream and No all the way up till Run. And then it just, it takes you there, man. So it just really sets you up nicely to like have some feels about BTS. Yeah, so anyways... Danger was fucking amazing. And then they get into fire. And, like, I feel like this, at this point, like, the whole stage goes black. Uh And it's just, like, the, like, just speakers saying, fire. Oh, it's so good. And then the lights come up. And Jimin is right in the middle. And he just goes, you ready? And it's like, no, I'm not fucking ready. (laughs) We're going to lose our shit at the concert. It's going to be awful. Oh, it's going to be a problem. But, like, the way that he, like, yells, oh, so growly. Oh, yeah. All I have to say about fire, okay? I don't know. With the camera angles that they were showing, they ended Mm -hmm. up showing Jin and Namjoon. And seriously, their dancing is so underrated, guys. Like, Jin and Namjoon's dancing has gotten so, so good. And Fire, Mm -hmm. we know that dance choreography is one of their best. Like, it's so good. And Jin and Joon are in the back fucking owning it. Like, they really are. (laughs) (laughs) They really, really are. Mm -hmm. So, like, Mm -hmm. oh, man. Yeah. I mean, just we need to take a moment and appreciate them. Yeah. (laughs) But Fire is amazing. They have the backup Mm -hmm. dancers come up, too. And they, I don't know, Young. he's killing me. He's always killing me. But Fire is one of my favorite performances of Young because he comes up to the front right at the end when it gets really, really, really hype and awesome. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he just kills me during that part. But Yeah. So then they go into Run after mm-hmm. Fire. Yes. And they, to start Run, they zoom in, I feel like, right on Namjoon's face. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. So you get, like, a shot of him, and he is just glistening in sweat. But it's, yeah. like, it's like a smooth coating on his face, so it's just, like, full glisten mode mm-hmm. under all the lights. And, of course, he doesn't wipe it. He doesn't pat it. He's just, like, this is this is me. I'm he's, here. Yeah, he's breathtaking, honestly, during yeah. that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he really is. So once they get into the song... I cannot tell you how impressed I was with Jungkook really throughout all of these performances, I'm, through all these songs for this medley, 
But during run, Jungkook has so much energy, and he is just singing perfectly. I mean, he's not pitchy at all, and he's just running around and bouncing around the stage the entire time. Mm-hmm. He, like, does not stop. Like, No, he just, like, keeps going, and he's... I don't know how he doesn't get out of breath. Like, how no. does he have the lung capacity to run and bounce around a stage while singing perfectly? His vocal quality does not falter at all. Not at all. Like, yeah. It's truly incredible. He's superhuman. He really is a superhuman. Like, he's good at everything. He's really just that person who's good at everything. Like, that yeah. guy you went to high school with who just <sighs> yeah, that's needed to stop being good at everything <laughs> they did. Like, like, even, like, even, like, this always got me. Like, there was this one dude I particularly went to high school with who was, like, ballad Victorian. He, like, played music really well. He was in theater. He was always, like, the lead role in theater. Uh, he obviously had the best grades. But then, like, even for, like, luck games, like, you know, oh, we're going to draw a name out of the bowl and this person gets a $100 gift card. He always won that, too. I was like, I don't, how do you win at luck? <laughs> and also, you're perfect in every other category. Like, that's Jungkook. <laughs> how do you win at luck? That I mean, is really, junk. he was, seriously, they would draw Man. someone's name and he would always be picked. I was like, God. That's insane. <laughs> Big surprise there. Anyways. You're not better. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but what what we're trying to say is Jungkook is amazing golden live and in any <laughs> setting at all. Yeah. Total golden maknae. Um, and also, I just want to say that their voices live are so fucking amazing and you can really appreciate them in these videos because like in fan cams, like the sound quality is not good. But in these videos, like, it's like you have a direct connection to their microphone. Like, it is amazing. Their voices come through so clear. Mm -hmm. So when you guys watch these videos, just take a moment to appreciate their amazing live vocals. So there's also a Tajin moment. And, you know, they're number two on my list now. So it's, it's just honestly so, so cute because... Young and Jin come up to each other and just facing each other and I think like Jin reaches out for Tay and honestly they're just like this amazing goofy pair like they're both just super silly like Tay does this really weird face and Jin can't help but to laugh it's just so cute it was it's a cute yeah. moment yeah at the same time there's a G cook moment like at the same time that Taejin are together like G cook are together on stage like kind of singing and looking at each other it's kind of cute mm-hmm. yeah they're yeah so anyways that's kind of like the end of that medley and like of what happens in that video and basically I love this video because it just shows their music over the years and like just how far they've come and like all of all that they've done yeah so it's just like and I feel like it's cool for them to like play those songs that they played for like such a small audience like starting out when they had like after they first debuted mm-hmm. and now they're performing it at the go chuck dome like it's amazing it really is amazing and that they've been doing you know they had been doing the trilogy mm-hmm. the the concerts of this trilogy and they had performed those songs as like their main songs and Mm -hmm. now it's just they've come so far that they had to condense it all into a medley and and it really is amazing that they did that because what happens next is that they end up going into 
born singer yes that's so that's the next video that you guys yeah. need to click on and watch <laughs> yeah so there's gonna be a link um so born singer is a song from their pre-debut album and so earlier we were looking up the lyrics on genius.com and a commenter by the name of the last known survivor commented this and this is a pretty good synopsis of kind of what this song is about so it says that born singer is a song that bts's rappers rm sugar and j hope um rapped over to the instrumental of j cole's born sinner it's not really like the instrumental because it's not all the same but it is the same like basic beat so born singer their song describes bts's journey from trainees to rookie idols mostly focused focusing on the rap line's thoughts, feelings, struggles, and victories. And this person says, although it is an old song, BTS continues to perform it at special events, such as longer concerts and fan meets, as they have not forgotten their long journey from trainees to successful global idols. Mm-mm. So that's like all the feeling behind them performing the song. And like when you look at the lyrics of like what the song is talking about, it's talking about all of the struggles that they like went through in pre debut and like to, you know, show themselves as rappers. And yeah, honestly, from Too Cool for School and um, Oh, Are You Late Too up until School Love Affair, really, they were not super popular they had like a following but they really were not making it Mm -hmm. and so it really not only was pre-debut really hard and getting just to be a part and make this k-pop group with this small company big hit it took them a while before they really created a solid fan base and started like really being a being appreciated for all of their songs and their hard work. But up until that point, they were all kind of broke and they were all living in a really small dorm. They, I mean, they, it was a long, long journey for all of them. So this song really, even though it was written so long ago, um, it really hits home for them. Yeah. It and really when, resonates with them. Yeah. And so when you watch them perform this, it's like, how do you not cry? Like you can feel what they're feeling. Mm -hmm. And so how they perform this song is they're on like a rotating platform. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're all facing out towards army. Mm -hmm. And so for this particular performance, it's it is. So for the song, Yoongi starts off rapping and his rap is just so passionate and you just feel that raw, emotion and feeling and you know like all of the rappers especially I feel really resonate with this song but mm-hmm. man with Yoongi's like personal struggles too I it's just like it all like he's just flooded with emotion and the song yeah. is just so real and relatable and true to him mm-hmm. and it in it still is like from pre-debut until now it's just so meaningful to him yeah like all that he went through to try to I mean, to prove himself over the years, to prove that he can have respect as a rapper and be a K-pop idol at the same time. Oh, yeah. And make the kind of music he wants to make and be the kind of performer he wants to be. And he he just has so much, like, just, like, raw emotion behind his rap in this verse. And, like, you can tell it's as real and relatable to him now, if not more, as it was when he first yeah, made it. Yeah, when they had debuted. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, no, definitely. And just for him, I know that like what you were saying, it was such a struggle for him to be this K-pop idol, but wanted to be respected as a rapper as well. Because people gave him a lot of shit for that. Like, how how can you call yourself a true rapper if you're an idol, like a K-pop mm. idol? Yeah. And, but he's definitely overcome that, and he's proven himself, and he doesn't need to prove himself anymore. None of BTS has to prove themselves anymore. They've made it. They're here. And they just, they just want to play their music and put on a good show and love army it's amazing yeah they've come so far we haven't even really gotten into this song but i just think it's so amazing to think about how far they've come and really like we got into bts when they had like really after or towards the end of them really blowing up so Mm -hmm. we didn't go through we didn't see them like in the struggle phase and so it's like hard to really conceptualize like how much they really put into it and how long and hard they had to work before they got to this point yeah i don't think we'll ever really know what they went through Mm -hmm. i mean with burn the stage we just got to see a little bit of the struggles Mm -hmm. a little bit of the struggles and that was just during the wings tour Mm -hmm. imagine what they were going through when they were all pretty much broke and just banking on the fact that they'll get a hit that somehow get attracts a bunch of people and that they can keep going and keep making albums Mm -hmm. especially making music for them they wanted to make music that was important to them you know Mm -hmm. and they didn't want to play a company's music they wanted to make and produce their own music yeah and write the lyrics and and yeah i mean yeah so for them to have gotten to where they are now like even at the point of filming this video but even like today is incredible that you know we were able to support them in such a way that this like dream of theirs that it wasn't really even a dream because they just had no idea that it could ever like conceivably happen. It came true. And so it's just, it's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. After Yoongi does his, his rapping verse, Jungkook is like the, the pretty much the solid vocals throughout the, you know, like mm-hmm. the main vocalist like he is, but he, when he's singing this song, his eyes are pretty much closed the whole time. Yeah. I mean, he's just so into it. He's feeling the song. You can tell that he's also flooded with emotion as well. Like, I just can't imagine what's going through their minds at this time and just how much emotion and feeling that they have mm-hmm. while performing this song. And Jungkook, even though his eyes are his eyes are closed, like I would say his eyes are one of his biggest features. And if you go back and look at pre-debut Jungkook, like 15-year-old Jungkook, like he still mm-hmm. has those big doe eyes and yeah. and he still has those eyes now that he's, you know, 20, 21. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how old he is now. But, I mean, it's just to see his journey, too. Like, he was pretty much raised mm-hmm. by Hosok Namjoon and Yoongi and mm-hmm. Jin. And, oh, my goodness. Like, oh, you're going to make me cry. No, like, they've come so far. And then Jen also, his vocals are always super passionate. Whenever he's singing, his vo- his vocals are always very passionate. But during this song, too, I mean, you can just see the emotion that these men are feeling. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
Namjoon, when it gets to his verse, he is spitting his verse. Like you, c- his whole face is like moving those words out of his mouth, mm-hmm. and he at the same time that he's like putting so much force and effort into his verse, he has tears in his eyes mm-hmm. like he stares right at the camera and he has these tears in his eyes they're welling up and it is just like wow yeah. like you yeah. know this is them like they really cannot yeah. they can't hold it back it's just you know I, know I mean just imagine all of these members have had all these triumphs and hardships and that must be going through their mind while they're singing this song. But imagine Namjoon being the leader. Mm-hmm. Like, he started BTS. I mean, he yeah. was the foundation of BTS. And he's been holding BTS together. When they have conflict, they go to him. Like, he takes on the role of the leader very seriously. Ugh. And even though he has these tears in his eyes, he's still being so damn strong. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he is so strong and so powerful. I mean, he carries this group. And oh honestly, God. his rapping is so powerful. If you look, if you go to Minute 2... Second 40. Mm-hmm. Jin, Namjoon is rapping so powerfully. Like, they're all looking at an army, but Namjoon is rapping so powerfully that Jin really just looks over at him mm-hmm. and is like, damn. Damn. Yeah. 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 <sighs> Man, like, Namjoon, oh, he really, he has so much on his shoulders. And he, he has does. for so many years, you know, like when BTS was forming, when they were like, building basically building bts around him and so he felt like i cannot let them down you know we have to get through everything and work through everything and you know just keep on going mm-hmm. and oh that's what he's been doing for years yeah, and you know I, know I think like all of that has to be on his mind like how much he's put into the group and how much like they have put in also like it's just oh, man you can tell he's so proud of all of them mm-hmm. yeah and then also when it gets to J-Hub's part, I mean, they all have been, again, through hell and high water. And so J-Hope, I mean, really, he wasn't a rapper to begin with. And here he is in front of, you know, this huge audience performing this song. And he is rapping loud and proud, man. And mm-hmm. he does a phenomenal job. And really, he just, he looks emotional just like all of the other members but man, J Hope looks like he is about to choke yeah. when he's rapping. I yeah. mean, he's so into it. Yeah, he's like really like belting it out. Like, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know we're just like getting emotional thinking about it. It is. Like, it's hard to talk about it. Yeah. Like, I didn't think that it would be hard to talk about it. Yeah, because we, I mean, we literally watched this together. Well, we were over the phone watching it. Yeah. And this is all just, like, not even in our notes. We're just like, this is how we feel. <laughs> Going, like... <laughs> totally uh, off script. <laughs> it's okay. It's but okay. The, it, yeah, so the, the ending, ending. Let's talk this about part, the ending. Yeah, this part gets me. So they're all looking out into the audience, mm-hmm. and they're looking at ARMY. But then they turn to each other. Like, they're oh. in this circle formation, and they all you know, turn around and looking into the circle at one another and they're just singing and rapping to each other. And (sighs) it's like, it's so beautiful because they all get to first be out facing army, you know, like kind of singing this song for them. And then they turn in and they get to look at each other and just reflect kind of together, like a group feeling about the song and about like 
everything that they've been through and about this being oh by the way we didn't even mention this is like these videos are from the last concert of their wings tour so oh, like, yeah Wait, did a, we not mention that no <laughs> <laughs> but that's a big fucking deal like that's why they're so emotional and that's why I they're know. performing born singer and oh man so I it's mean, just, imagine how much love that they have for army <sighs> but they're together all the time they have so and they much live love together for each other. i mean imagine how much love j-hope has for jimin and oh. how much taeyang has love for namjoon and just all of them have to have their own super personal relationships with each other that none of us will know and i don't want to know like we just it's so special to them yeah so for them to turn and look at each other at the very the very end of the song and just be like we made it kind of thing you know like i mean i couldn't be here without you just like they say that you know they couldn't be here without army mm-hmm. it's almost like an alone moment for them even though yeah. they're in the middle of a concert like yeah yeah so oh then gosh. so then that ends like the the music fades out and everybody in the crowd is still like singing i'm a born singer like they just keep mm-hmm. going it's so beautiful mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden on the screen now we're getting into the next video called army time don't cry jk hobie sugar v because <laughs> everybody fucking cries okay they all cry well jungkook yeah jungkook Hobie, Sugar, and V cry. That's why. Anyways, so up on the screens flashes army time in blue. And this is like, this is the part of the show where they all stand and they, you know, kind of talk to army. And this is like right before the last song of, or the last performance of the night, really. So at this moment, after the lights come back up and BTS can see army, everyone is holding these signs and I mean, so many of the members just start crying and the signs almost instantly. Yeah. This, so the signs say we can turn a desert into a sea together. Yeah. It's amazing. And Namjoon, I mean, they all are trying to collect themselves and they're trying to kind of let it soak in what they're looking at and what they're seeing. And Namjoon just says unbelievable slogan. Mm -hmm. Like they're really, they're kind of like speechless about this they really slogan are. because mm-hmm. it can have so much meaning behind it for BTS. Just really just spreading life almost, you know, with like if you think about a sea or like water or whatever, just like bringing people together, sending their message. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's no, it's beautiful. Yeah. And so at this part, they really are just kind of talking sporadically. I mean, they're not they're just kind of talking about all their performances over over the years, like at Axe Hall and at the gymnasiums and now performing at Go Chalk Dome mm-hmm. and just kind of reflecting on all of these years and the trilogy, honestly. Yeah. So yeah. then they go into each of the members. And so each member ends up saying something. So we'll kind of summarize what each of the members say. And it's just... Guys, it's so hard to watch this because yeah. it's really hard to see them cry. Like, yeah. it's so hard to see them cry. So J-Hope, I'll just say what J-Hope basically did. So he's talking about like he feels like they've graduated because the trilogy is finally over and it's they have learned 
so much along the way. They've grown. Um, they've experienced so much. And it's kind of like it's the end of a big thing. It's like a ceremony almost, but they're moving on to exactly, you know so much yeah. more. So mm-hmm. J-Hope, oh, J-Hope, he says, thank you for being with us. He says, I love you. And uh, it's just, just really crying. sweet. But yeah, it's he's crying so, a lot. It breaks my heart to see any of them cry. But seeing J-Hope break down like that. J-Hope. So then Young speaks next. And at the very beginning of his speech, he's wearing these adorable glasses. And then he's like, I look smart with these glasses on. And he's like, let me take them off. <laughs> like he doesn't want to look smart. Um, so he kind of talks about how it seems a little surreal that people come up to him and tell him like you're BTS and that they're all BTS and mm-hmm. even though it's been happening for a while it still seems very surreal to him mm-hmm. um, but something that Young says that is just so beautiful he says my love flows like a vast ocean take as much as you want from me love you mm-hmm. like he just has so much love for all of us that yes. we can just take it as we want <sighs> and when he says that he has like the biggest smile on his face too of and course. he like swings his arm out as if he's like pushing his love away <laughs> from himself like oh yeah. sweeping yeah. it over army like so amazing yeah and he just keeps saying over and over that he doesn't want it to be a sad moment that he wants everyone to be happy and that this is a happy thing even though everyone's crying that this yeah. is this is not a sad moment this is a happy moment yeah well then the camera goes right to jungkook who has of course like been bawling and he's trying to get himself together and he he's trying to compose himself so much he's dabbing tears on his coat and but once he started talking he he just completely lost it mm-hmm. like he literally hunches over crying overwhelmed with emotions mm-hmm. like his face is all puffy and mm-hmm. he sa- he finally pulls the microphone up to his mouth and he says, I'm happy, but... I know. It's, like, so sad. I mm. mean, you can tell. I mean, he says, I'm happy. He really is happy. Mm-hmm. Um, he just, like... He, I mean, he talks about... He's just reflecting on, like, how far they've come and, like, all that they had been through. And mm-hmm. he says, thank you for cheering for us. Your throats must hurt. Yeah, he's so considerate of ARMY. He really is. And then he says, I wish we will be together and happy for always. Which is I hope that too. Me too. I hope when I'm, you know, however old I'm going to live, probably not long, but when I'm 80 (laughs) years old. (laughs) I've accepted this. I'm pretty sure I'm not going to live long. But anyways. Jesus. But I don't know. My, my grandmother's side like my dad's side my great-grandmother lived to be 107 and my aunt my great aunts are like 100 now so i mean they're all really old old. yeah Yeah. (laughs) so maybe i'll live a long time i don't know (laughs) maybe but anyways it's just like i really do hope that when i'm old that i can still run into armies and and see where bts is you know 30 40 years from now i want to like pull out my old my old bts albums and pull out my retro cd (laughs) player and you know play it for like my grandkids yeah yeah oh man that's the dream (laughs) for me that really is the dream dream. (laughs) um but then it moves on to yoongi after jungkook Mm -hmm. and 
Yoongi, he oh ends up, yeah, he ends up crying too, and it's so hard to see him cry too. But he ends up saying, "We promised you to sing our music and prove who we are against suppression and prejudice." And after five years, we are finally. And then before he can finish that sentence, he just loses it and he just starts crying mm-hmm. and he breaks down and he's just like wiping his you know, runny nose and his bandana and it's so, so sad. Yeah. And then I hate that he's he's like, I'm sorry. He apologizes for crying. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you no. should never apologize for that. Um, but he says, it took us five years to sing out in public and that they had just come so far and he's worked so hard. They mm-hmm. all have, but Yoongi really has, I mean, the music that we listen to, the lyrics that we hear, it's a lot so of him. So much of it is from him. So much yeah, of the, it's a lot the of him. production on every are song. jamming to yeah. Dang, and I mean, that's him. Man, when yeah. you're jamming to fucking baby BTS, that's Yoongi, you know? Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. And then Jimin comes in to lighten the mood, and he's, you know, like throwing jokes around since Jungkook and Yoongi just cried so much. He's saying, he was like, look, I didn't cry. It's so funny. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, he says that he's grown up and now he's taking care of his older members. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said that he was really moved and impressed and really grateful and like that the signs were just so amazing and um, that he he felt that he was blind like by ARMY, by like the love and mm-hmm. he had ARMY applaud themselves and then um, for the members also. Mm-hmm. And um, because some like J-Hope kind of made it seem like it was like the last concert ever. Yeah, like the end. <laughs> <laughs> he reassured that this isn't the end of BTS and that they're too young to retire. Yeah. And also yes. I have to point out, so this concert happened like after like dna like after the amas because j-hope's hair is red so jimin has like that blonde hair and it's like kind of side parted but shows some of his forehead and his fucking brow is just sticking through and (laughs) it's like so sharp it's like it's like a bull's horn just like on his fucking face like it really is it's just so aggressive and so prominent and so there so even though you think he's being all cute and and just like baby and adorable no he's like the inner like he's a demon the inner demon is trying to get out it's right there like (laughs) that's true Jimin like the sexy like oh he's right there so I just had to point out the brow (laughs) (laughs) yeah anyways so then after Jimin is Jen and Jen actually was supposed to go after Jungkook but he was like no I'm gonna ruin the mood (laughs) so Jen he goes on to say that he's been happy these last three days and that he gives all of his thanks to ARMY and that they've had a really tight schedule for this tour and they haven't had a lot of sleep and they've been super busy but that ARMY gives him so much energy and so much power Um, so then being Jen he when he's saying all of this like he's just this gentleman i mean he comes off as just like so sincere i mean he is super sincere and professional and just like so grateful for army but then he's like i've pre- prepared this event for you all and he <laughs> just goes on so my heart 
is my face and he puts on this like ski hat (laughs) and he's got this heart on it and his whole face is covered and you can't see him and it's just this big old heart on his face and it's just so funny that he can just go from this gentleman (laughs) to such a goober and it's just so funny and and honestly like it's like kind of somewhat uncomfortable I think a little bit like everyone like Yoongi is literally like why Uh, but of course, all of the members are laughing, and Taeyong actually starts begging Army, "Please laugh for me, <laughs> please laugh at this." <laughs> um, but Jin actually said that he had been planning this event for for four months, of which course. is really funny. Um, but he, yeah, it's typical Jin. It really he lightens the mood in such a great way. But he really gives his thanks to Army, and you can tell that he's just as sincere about the um about all of the love that army has been been giving bts and you when he sings born singer and when he goes on to sing spring day you can tell that he has a lot of emotion too but just jen's personality is to to always bring a joke mm-hmm. so <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that he did that yeah the, i mean that was so great yeah um, so then the last one to talk is nam june and he kind of talks about his worries that they that he had before they debuted. He worried that they would be hated. Like he was wondering, would people like us? He said, I don't want to forget the past. We will overcome whatever we face. We are BTS. He said that in the beginning, he said, we were all messy and small. We made it. Uh-huh. And then he said, if we can cut your pain and sorrow down a little bit, if we can help you, that's enough to prove who we are. He said, I love you so, I love you and thank you so much. I wish my love would reach you. Mm. And uh, it's just. Really the whole like pain and sorrow and helping people through mm-hmm. their music. And that's what yeah. they do. That really is what they do. That's them. I mean, when people ask, when people ask me, like, why is BTS so amazing? Like, why do they have so many fans? And I mean, of course, it's like a super quick conversation. Like, you don't really get in depth with someone about it. But really, I just want to say, like, they they bring us so much happiness. I mean, they help us get through such difficult times. They really are they make they make music for healing people, you know. And they mm-hmm, they talk yeah. they use their platform not only out like they use their platform outside of their music to work for good um, in like interviews the things that they promote or the things that they say and also with charity work but then within their music they're working they like want to help people also like that's just who they are and you know like what they strive to do and to make to form connections between you know, mm-hmm. human beings, and it's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, but then he goes on to thank his members, mm-hmm. and he says, I won't find people like our members elsewhere. They have never broken a promise and have trusted me, relied on me, saying I'm the leader. Mm-hmm. I'm so blessed. Yeah. Um, and then he also gives thanks to, to all the staff mm-hmm. and the other musicians that work with them, and just so amazing. I yeah. mean... He really could never say anything wrong. Like, he just needs to be the, the president. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. He's so incredible. Um, June, become a U.S. citizen <laughs> and no, be you, our president. <laughs> you can't. You have to be a born citizen, not, like, a naturalized citizen. To be the president? Yeah. Or <laughs> I don't know if that's the right term. But you have to be born here. You can't be, like... 
you can't an have an immigrant. Yeah, you can't have who gained. became a U.S. citizen. Yeah. Oh well, maybe that'll change. <laughs> no, it won't. It's in the. It's like the, it's, the, it's, the it's the law. It's the law. It's the Laws law. change. Okay. <laughs> what fucking country are you talking about? Okay. I don't know. Um, so, anyways, this, that's kind of like the end of that video of like the army time. And then the last thing that I just want to talk about really briefly because it like just wraps up the whole concert is this live spring day. And um, so we'll have a link for that also. And only the first like little bit of it is the performance and the rest of them is them basically running around on stage and like thanking ARMY and, you know, just like throwing hearts out and just like being really cute and like saying bye and thank you. But Mm -hmm. before that, they perform spring day and yeah. it's just such an emotional last song for them to, p- to perform not only for like a concert but for their last concert of their tour because it's talking about like it's basically talking about the hope for for the future and the time that you'll like meet this person again so it's like it's ending it on such a beautiful note saying like this is ending but we're you know we will meet again and we'll keep going on and until that moment when we get to meet again I will continue through you know anything else that happens so it's just Mm -hmm. really beautiful and especially after they had all just been crying like you can still hear it in their voice yeah 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 it's it's just it's a beautiful performance i mean honestly anytime spring day is performed it's just mesmerizing to watch and there's it's always filled with emotion Mm -hmm. but this performance in particular after having them seeing the slogan Mm -hmm. and reflecting on their career and the formation and success of bts so Mm -hmm. yeah it's just it's amazing yeah so uh that's kind of like our little journey of memories from that concert and um we hope you enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. This episode kind of was really, uh, it started off really fangirly and mm. then it got super, super serious and emotional, but we hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we cried. Did you cry? Um, I teared up. I cried a lot when we were researching. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Um, so Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> I cried during this, though, like for real, though, so it's okay. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> a bitch. Okay. Um, so, if you like this episode, thank you for being here <laughs> again. Um, if you would be, you would be so amazing if you could give us a review on iTunes, rate and review. It just helps us out a lot. And um, once we get to 200 reviews, you guys will get to pick the theme or, you know, of the bonus episode that we do. Um, so yeah, the subject. Yeah. So you can email us at standingbtspodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us and DM us and like tweet with us on Twitter at standingbtspod. You can follow our fangirl Instagram account at sugarvreecookiejams. You can like our Facebook page for weekly updates at standingbts. And make sure to listen to us on Spotify. And you can also find us on YouTube. And you can find links for all of that in the description in the description thanks for listening and thanks for standing bts